0: This is Optimal Living Daily Relationships Episode 73 How to Attract Growth-Oriented Friends Part 1 by Steve Pavlina of StevePavlina.com Hey everyone, and welcome to the Relationships Edition of Optimal Living Daily. I'm Joss Marie, the girl who reads to you every single weekday from some of the best relationship blogs on the planet. Today, I have the first part of a 3-part post from Steve Pavlina So we'll be continuing this post in tomorrow and Friday's episodes. On a personal note, my grandmother passed away this weekend, so I just wanted to let you know that I'll be doing shorter intros and outros for the rest of the week. I'm not quite ready to talk about her passing right now, but I do hope to in the future because she was such a wonderful person and had a really positive impact on my life. So for now, let's hear today's post as we start optimizing your life. How to Attract Growth Oriented Friends, Part 1 by Steve Pavlina of StevePavlina.com. A survey I did a while back revealed that about 40% of my readers have zero friends they'd consider growth oriented, and another 20% only have one such friend. Many people who are attracted to my blog don't have much social support for their personal growth pursuits. They often feel isolated as they explore different ways to wake up. Grow faster, and live more fulfilling lives. They're the aliens and oddballs in their social circles. Over the years, I've received many emails about the problems and challenges such growth oriented people encounter. Working on their personal goals while dealing with social drag is a major issue for many people. Perhaps the biggest obstacle is dealing with your own self doubt when friends, family, and co workers don't understand or respect what you're trying to accomplish. Sometimes, your decision to actively work on improving your life will stir up resistance in those around you. Sometimes people will get triggered by your actions or feel threatened or clingy. Sometimes they'll even try to slow you down, although such reactions are usually subconscious. You can try to persuade such people about the merits of your path. You can try not to let their unsupportive attitudes affect you, but in the long run, Your best bet is to build a circle of growth-oriented friends who will understand, nurture, and support your desires. Such friends can also help you stretch beyond your initial intentions and avoid selling yourself short. A growth-oriented social circle. What does a growth-oriented social circle look like? How will it affect you? The main benefit is that you'll have real friends who understand you and like you as you are. They know the benefits of pursuing personal growth and it's a no-brainer for them to enjoy connecting with you. Conversations flow easily and naturally. There's no need to explain or justify why you're exploring some personal growth pursuit. They're a lot like you. They get it. When you hit a snag on your path, you'll always have people you can email, call, or meet to discuss your situation. People will happily give you advice. They'll share resources with you. They'll proactively tell you about new opportunities that might interest you. Instead of people sharing random internet memes and cat photos with you, you'll have people sharing useful leads that align with your goals. Your friends will know your goals, so when they spot something that could help you, they'll tell you about it. Did you know that every income stream I created for my business came to me through other people? Not a single stream was my original idea. I put my own spin on each idea's implementation, but the basic ideas all came from other people. Other people told me where the diamonds were, so I didn't have to go prospecting myself. I didn't even have to search for publishers for my book because a publisher offered me a book deal before I wrote a single page of the book. I can't imagine how many years it saved me to have a network of growth-oriented friends and contacts. These benefits are still ongoing. Whatever I want to accomplish of a growth-oriented nature, I have people to turn to for help. That makes a huge difference. Imagine having a social network that keeps sharing practical ways for you to generate income or improve your health or enjoy fulfilling relationships. Growth-oriented people naturally do this for each other. However, they need to know you're one of them before they'll take the risk of sharing such info with you. People in this circle don't want to waste their time investing in someone who won't take action and who won't keep the flow going. When you have lots of growth-oriented friends, you won't have so much doubt about your own personal growth pursuits. You'll have plenty of other people validating the benefits of this path for you. You'll receive positive encouragement and support. You'll have people checking in with you to see if you're still on track. People will care about what you're working on and will want to learn from you too. Life becomes less of a struggle. When you feel beaten down, people will lift you back up again. When you set a new goal, they'll share leads and resources to point you in the right direction. You won't have to solve every problem on your own. Sometimes, people will even help you avoid problems before you get snared by them. When you have a growth-oriented social circle, it also leads to invitations to connect with more like-minded people, even while you're traveling. As your social circle expands, it becomes a resource for connecting with intelligent, growth-minded people wherever you go. I'm currently in Calgary, and it's only my second time here ever. I enjoyed a stimulating discussion with several people about subjective reality during one hours-long breakfast. Tonight, I'm going out to dinner with other friends, and we're doing a video interview as well. These sort of connections happen effortlessly even when I go to a new city I haven't been in before. Once you have a big enough network of growth-minded people, you can leverage it for introductions and stimulating connections wherever you go. I think partly this isn't because of the network itself, but rather the expectation that comes from having growth-oriented friends. You expect to have that experience automatically, and so you do. Of course, there are the basic benefits of having good friends too. Friends who like you as you are. You'll have people to spend time with, share laughs with, cuddle with, and more. But instead of having to put on a social mask or hide part of your personality when you hang out with such people, you can talk about all the things that really matter to you. You can talk about your life purpose, the nature of reality, productivity hacks, and all of your juicy and delicious growth pursuits with the same people. These are delightful benefits to be sure. So how do you get there? Hear that in tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled How to Attract Growth-Oriented Friends by Steve Pavlina of StevePavlina.com Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! Thanks so much for sharing and listening. That's all I've got for today, but I hope to see you again tomorrow for part two of Steve Pavlina's post, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more